If you're at a point in your dog business where you're struggling to bring on new clients, chances are you've thought about investing in a new website or creating a marketing campaign to create more awareness around your services. Now, before you decide to invest in a new website or a marketing campaign, it can be a really good idea to determine what the actual culprit is as far as less than stellar sales. For example, if your website doesn't have a strong marketing message or call to action, you may be getting clicks, but those clicks are likely not turning into clients. Alternatively, if you do have a snazzy website and a clear marketing message, but you don't have systems in place to do something with those inquiries once they reach out, you might be losing out on potential clients. So with that said, in today's episode, I wanted to give you a few tips for determining your next steps to bring on new clients in your dog business. To start us off, the first thing we'll want to do is analyze our current performance. If we don't know the current state of affairs, we won't know the information we need to make adjustments. To do this, we'll want to start by determining how much traffic we are actually getting. You can do this with a tool like Google Analytics. And depending on the type of website you have, you may be able to get this information on your website dashboard. Generally speaking, there isn't a magic number as far as how much traffic you should be getting, but having this overall number will help us determine how well we're performing once we determine all of our other metrics. And so once we know our total number of site visits in a given period, and to make it easy, let's determine we have a 30-day period we're wanting to look at. We then need to determine how many inquiries we've gotten in that 30-day period. This will then tell us the percentage of site visitors that are actually turning into inquiries. For example, if you have a 100 site visitors and 10 of them turn into form submissions, that's safe to say you have a 10% inquiry rate. And to take it a step further, if we can determine how many of those inquiries turn into actual calls or clients, this will then help us determine how well our systems are performing for taking someone that is interested in working with us into actually onboarding. So in this example, let's say of those 10 inquiries, five of them turn into clients. We can then say we have a 50% conversion rate. And so in this example, just to recap, we have a hundred site visitors of those hundred people, 10 of them turn into inquiries. And of those 10 inquiries, five of them actually turn into clients. Now let's say in this position you're wanting to double your business, you're wanting to turn those five clients into 10 clients or even 20 clients. Let's say we have a few different options for getting there. Number one, if we can assume our performance stays the same, meaning of those 100 site visitors, five of them turn into clients, one way of doubling or even quadrupling our business would be by focusing just on growing our traffic. Meaning if we wanted to get to 10 clients, we would need to grow our 100 site visitors into 200 site visitors. And alternatively, if we were wanting to get to 20 clients, we would then have to get 400 site visitors in that 30-day period. Now, while this may not be impossible, it will likely cost you some money actually to get that traffic. And in my opinion, if you're spending any money on advertising, you should be optimizing your systems ahead of time to ensure that you're doing everything to optimize those numbers after that first click, basically. If we can audit our marketing message and make improvements to our user experience on our websites, what if we can change that 10% inquiry rate to maybe 15%? So that would mean that our 10 inquiries would then turn into 15 inquiries. And so assuming our close rate from there still stays the same, that five clients then turns into 7.5 clients. Now, if we can get that 15 
15% up to 20%, let's say, then we've just doubled our business without even having to get more traffic or do any additional marketing. Now with this reality, instead of trying to quadruple our traffic, we would only need to double our traffic in order to reach that same 20 clients. And to take this a step further, if we also focus on our close rate, meaning of those inquiries, how many of them can we turn into clients? The best thing that we can do is increase the speed to response in which inquiries receive responses from our business. If you've ever waited more than a day, for example, to respond to an inquiry, you've probably experienced that email back that says, sorry, I went with the competition. Now, if you're a solo business owner, we've all been there between managing clients, your own dogs, uh, having a personal life. It can be hard to actually implement these systems to where you're being on call and responding by yourself. That said, though, you do have the ability to implement automation where you may not be able to be on call 24-7. Implementing simple automations like a missed call text back or a confirmation that you've received their inquiry can go a long way for clients. Additionally, if you want to take these automations a step further, inviting connection on these automations can also build rapport with your new potential clients. So instead of saying, we've received your inquiry and we'll get back to you, you might then invite conversation to further clarify what they're going through, or you might prompt them with an action to take from there. So it might be, we've received your inquiry. If you'd like to schedule a call in the meantime, please go here. Having opportunities for your potential clients to take the next step when they are most motivated can play a huge role in how well your business can perform. By implementing these automations where you can't be 100% on it, you have the chance of upping your conversion rate without having to put in extra effort or sacrificing your personal time. Now, if you've gone through this episode so far and you've been nodding your head so you can say that you have a snazzy website with effective marketing language, you have these systems on the back end to make sure you're responding to inquiries as quickly as possible, we will then need to talk about actually getting more traffic so you can fill your already optimized client pipeline. Now, while there may not be one magic bullet for getting more traffic, I wanted to share a few effective strategies for bringing more eyeballs to your website. And when it comes to getting traffic, we need to think about long-term strategies as well as short-term strategies. Longer-term strategies will definitely have the highest return on investments over time, though shorter-term strategies can be effective when you're trying to bring on new clients in a short amount of time. Though that said, it will require some sort of financial investment typically. Which strategy you decide to work on first will depend a little bit on where you're at in business, though overall, I would recommend working on both if you have the capacity. For longer term strategies, we're thinking about how can we optimize our search engine optimization, meaning how easily can Google find our website when someone searches for something. And these strategies can include creating blog posts based on topics people may be searching for in your area. It can include focusing on growing your Google profile with reviews from current and former clients, or it can include creating backlinks from other businesses that may serve your market. Additionally, a popular long-term strategy for growing your overall awareness on the internet is by growing a social media following. In most cases, putting out social media posts consistently for maybe a month or just posting a few blog posts over a short amount of time likely won't lead to any long-term return on investment. Rather, for these longer-term strategies, we do want to pick something where we can be consistent over a long period of time. So when it comes to determining what strategy you want to take, my advice would be to pick whatever you feel most inspired by creating. So if there is less resistance to get you to do something, 
the more likely you'll be to be consistent over a longer period of time. And if you're in the position of needing to bring in traffic right now, then we need to focus on shorter term strategies to make sure we're getting eyeballs on your website as quickly as possible. Now, if you're short on cash currently and can't invest in advertising, there are strategies that we can take to bring in traffic in a shorter amount of time. You might think about putting in the legwork as far as reaching out to other pet professionals in your area. These might be vet offices. They might be dog walkers, pet sitters, um, dog trainers, for example, that may focus on something that you don't focus on. And the idea is that we want to create referral sources that will bring in more clients for us. For example, if you're a reactivity trainer, you might think about reaching out to puppy trainers and letting them know that there are past clients that reach out for help with reactivity. They can refer to you if that's something they don't take on. Additionally, to scratch their back, you might also consider sending any puppy clients that you don't work with over to them. Wherever you can create a mutually beneficial partnership with other professionals, you should really nurture these relationships. So technically, this is a longer term strategy, though the return can come a bit quicker if you're doing it right. If, on the other hand, you do have money to invest in your business, advertising can be a great way to create awareness for your products and services. These can be advertisements on Google where you're targeting people who are searching certain key terms like dog trainer near me. Or you might think about advertising on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram. If you're advertising on these interest-based platforms like Facebook and Instagram where people aren't necessarily going to search for a dog trainer, my suggestion would be to advertise things that will be of value to them and their current situation. You might think about creating an ebook or a webinar or even a mini class that lets someone get familiar with your business. And do know that we have other episodes on this podcast going over lead magnets. And we do have a free course on our website where you can learn how to create a lead magnet for yourself. If you're just starting out with advertising your business, I would definitely lean into something that will be easy for you to complete. This way, as long as you're getting something out into the world, you can then determine how does it perform, how is it received. That way you can make adjustments for future iterations. So for example, if you're not comfortable writing, I likely wouldn't focus on creating blog posts or ebooks, for example. But if you are comfortable talking to a group of people, you might think about advertising a live webinar where you can talk to folks or advertising a free call where someone can talk to a certified trainer. So there we have it to end today's episode. I wanted to give you a quick recap so that you have a few action items to move forward with. Number one, analyze your website's current performance. Determine how much traffic you're actually getting. And from there, you'll want to determine how many of those people viewing your website are actually turning into inquiries and then actual clients. Number two, determine how you can improve your website's performance. Audit your marketing message and your overall user experience and determine how your systems are performing from taking people from inquiries to actual clients. And number three, once you have your website and systems optimized, then focus on growing traffic. You can take longer term strategies like growing a social media following, putting out blog posts or YouTube videos, or you might think about shorter term strategies like creating referral relationships or putting out advertisements about your products or services. So that's all I have for you in today's episode. I hope you're able to take what you've learned and apply it to your business so you can help more animals in your community. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you on the next episode.